0: Yo, what is going on? You are tuned in to Hear These Thoughts podcast hosted by your boy Preston. Thank you guys so much for hitting the play button. But before I get started, I want to say what I always say on every single episode is I thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys are having a great day, a great week. And I hope you guys are taking care of yourself, taking care of your family, and i hoping that you guys are trying your hardest to chase after those dreams. I know we all had New Year's resolutions, whether it be dream boards or thoughts that we need to start in the new year. So I hope at this point you guys have made some type of stride towards that dream. If you haven't started yet, it's cool. It's okay. Don't wait for 2023. Start today. I know it's Friday, but it's a new day New chances, new opportunities to do so, right? Because we have the activity of our limbs, we're able to use our brain, we're able to breathe. There's some people who are not as fortunate as we are. So, at least out of respect to the people who can't do it, let's make sure that we take advantage of these opportunities because life is so random. You never know what's going to happen to people. And we've seen that so far with celebrities and people I'm related to in my family. You just, don't know what's going to happen tomorrow so while you have it today do as much as you can don't waste time okay so today's episode may be more of some people may view it as the negative side of it I don't think it's really going to be negative I think it's just the middle of the line but what I want to talk about for one is some football right let's talk about some football in a post that I put on Facebook that a lot of people wanted to talk to me about but I'm going to explain myself here it's not really that controversial or anything like that. But this is just my idea based on that. But also what I want to talk to you guys about is people's idea of their self-worth. I've seen somebody uh, post something and I only talk about something when I think it's a general thought that a lot of people have. Or if it's I think it's going to be an interesting conversation or a subject to talk about. Um, on the post, it said that old timers hate when we quit jobs and jump to another job Uh But do they understand the fact that we quit those jobs because they don't pay us for what we're worth, we're not worth anything there, and we want to move on and go to places where we're worth? So I want to address that as well, or at least get my idea on it. You know, I'm not the guru on self-worth, but I want to give you guys what I think about that. Excuse me. So, but anyways, let's talk about some football, right? That's what's going on, right? So if you guys didn't know, or most people should already know, if you are even connected to me in any level of social media, my favorite team is the Los Angeles Rams. At one point, St. Louis, and one point was Los Angeles before. I've been a fan of the Los Angeles Rams since 1996. My very first football card that I've ever had in my life was a Tony Banks card. He was a black quarterback for the Rams. They were terrible at that time. Uh, My second card was Eric Dickerson. And then what happened after I got those two cards, I started to build my card set based upon that team. Right. I had other cards from other teams, but I had a book full of the same team because my grandma at the time was a huge Bulls fan and everything she had was Michael Jordan. Her whole card book with the pages had Michael Jordan. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm just going to match the teams in the front. And the team that I put in the front was the two first cards I ever received. So it's almost like a Pokemon story. You know, you receive that one. That's the one that you like. That's how I feel about the Rams. I've been a Rams fan for a long, 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 long time. So it's not new. But anyways, as you guys know, last week the Rams uh, beat the Arizona Cardinals, which I think saying beat is very tame. But if there's any Cardinals fans, I'm just going to do it out of respect. Yeah, they beat them. You know, I kind of already knew this was going to happen. I've told people since... Uh, the first week of the season, that um, the, C- the Cardinals are going to be one and done. Most cases in the NFL in the history, most teams that start off 6-0, and 7-0, either A, for the most part, either don't make it past the playoffs or make it to the Super Bowl and don't win. That's usually a trend, you know. But anyways, what I was talking about on social media, uh, I put up a post and I said, hey, if you're a person who just now came out in public to talk about your favorite team, then we can't talk football. And that's not a slight nor disrespect to people who just pick their teams, whatever. Some people just got into the NFL. Some people never even thought about having a favorite team, blah, blah, blah. Whatever the case may be, I don't have control over what other people do. That's their choice. I don't try to control people. I don't try to tell them what to do. And I'm not trying to come from an elitist point of view, but... If you pay attention to football, every single year we have these group of people who all of a sudden wants to, de- de- you know, uh, make a declaration of their favorite team when it comes to, like, four games into the season because they think this one team is doing really good or midseason or in playoffs. Like, I saw this guy the other day. He was like, hey, just to let you guys know, I was a Buffalo Bills fan since I was a kid, so I'm just putting it out there. My dog, you had how many years to, to proclaim that? Now nah, I'm not the favorite team police. If that's what he wants to do, even if he decided to become a fan today or even if he decided that he was a fan years ago and decided to declare it today, that's well and good for him. I'm happy for him. But if he comes to me and talk about, hey, my team about to play your team in in, in the playoffs, my, like, I'm, I'm like, that's cool. Because it's it's so many people that are bandwagoning so much that you can't re- – I, I just can't talk about – we could talk about the general X and O's of football, but we can't talk about, hey, my team is doing great this year. Because I swear in the beginning of the year, I've seen so many Arizona Cardinal fans up until they started to implode. All these people on my time like, yeah, I've been a fan of Arizona for a long time. Yeah, I've been. And then all of a sudden they got quiet before the playoffs even happened. So it's it, I mean, and that's natural. I know people jump on trends and they jump on that. But I feel like if the New York Jets fans can be loud and proud about being fans of franchise that, you know, is probably not going to take a uh, make a shot or have a shot at the Super Bowl for the rest of their lifespan, and they're happy and they're out here with their jerseys on, they have flags on their cars, they have the picture on their background, they talk about it every single day, then I don't see the reason why no one else could do that, you know? But again, no one has to do that. That's just my viewpoint on it. I don't want to talk to someone who's just like, I just got, this is my favorite team now. not And then I've seen people compass, overcompensate for it. Like, I won't, I'm i throwing up all of these pictures of my favorite team and stuff like that. Now, when we're in, what, the second week of the playoffs, and now everybody's like, this is my favorite team. Just to let you know, if you didn't know the entire 15-week season, this is my favorite team. And it's been that way since forever. And, and then people I know personally, I'm like, dog, you have never talked about this team. This reminded me of that year... And I'm sorry if this is more NFL-related. I'll get into the, the whole personal worth thing in a few seconds. But this all reminds me of the year when Cam, Cam Newton was on Carolina. Well, he is now. But when the year that they made that run to the Super Bowl, and they were doing great. And all these Panthers fans came out of nowhere. I've never seen this many people who are fans of the Panthers, especially when Jake Delone was their quarterback and they went to the Super Bowl. I've people that I swear I know for a fact they were Bears fans, they were 49er fans, they were so on and so forth, and have never said anything about the Panthers. And that's fine. That's their prerogative, you know? If they want to be that, they can be that. But for me, I just I don't know. I can't I can't get jiggy with that. You know, it's weird to me. But I don't have a disrespect for those individuals. It's just, you know, the idea of their idea of being a fan is just just kind of weird to me, you know? So that's just what I meant by the post. No disrespect for people who did did do it and who have been fans. You don't have to prove yourself to me and show, you know, baby pictures of you in a Buffalo Bills t-shirt or <laughs> or you wearing a Tennessee Titan Pampers or anything. You don't have to prove that to me. I, I'm nobody. I'm just saying, if you want to talk to me about football and you just started posting about your team this year, we can talk about football. But when we say, hey, my team's going to make the suit, I, I don't want to. I'm like, hey, cool. They're like, what do you have to say? I don't have anything to say about that. But anyways, let's talk about this self-worth thing. Because this is very, very, very important. And uh, a lot of times this whole self-worth thing, when it comes to jobs, it can be the detriment of people's livelihood. Now, a lot of people, I, I, the people that I've seen post this thing, for one, was a person you know, I, I, that I saw. And I'm not going to say who this person is, is And I, but this is a pattern that I've seen um, a lot. As a person who just complained about the fact that they couldn't find a job, they get a job, and then they try to proclaim or declare how much they're they're worth, right? Now, when I say self-worth, I'm not talking about saying how important you are to yourself. I'm not saying that you should think of yourself uh, as something that anybody could just run over or, you know, you shouldn't have any self-respect. I just mean you have to understand the climate of everything before people start having this mentality. Because I've seen people crash and burn having this mentality, right? They 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 have a, a degree in a particular field, or they've been working a particular job for years, and all of a sudden they decide, "Hey, man, I should be getting paid four times as much as this. I'm just going to quit this job." I'm like, but what about your financial security? Like, you you can't just do that because you believe that. You're worth more. I get the idea, and I'm with you on that. You should believe that you're worth more because, by believing that you're worth more, you can look at yourself and say, "Hey, I believe I should be here. I'm he- I'm here right now." But what people don't do is they don't say, "Okay, what do I need to do to get from here to there?" Instead, they say, "Hey, I'm going to stop here. I'm-, I'm on a train right now. I'm I'm in Dallas, Texas." I should be in Chicago, Illinois right now. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna hop off the train right now, and hopefully, instead of finishing this train ride that's gonna take a long time to get all the way up to Chicago, I'm gonna get off the, at the train station right here in, in Dallas, and then see if life is gonna take me there. And that's not smart. That's not. That's not a good idea. That's not good. And and, and the problem is people take this self-worth thing and it causes self-destruction. It affects them. They have kids and they make these decisions. It's like you have to understand how many people are affected by these type of decisions that you make with your own personal life. I believe... I'm I'm always preaching about people chasing their dreams and doing what they need to do to get to where they need to go. But I do fully believe 100% that there is a process for everything. There is a process for everything. And you also have to look at the 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 scale of the particular job that you're worth, right? That you're working. And I don't believe that how much you get paid determines how much you're worth as a human being. I don't believe that at all. I think if you're working, if you're busting down dishes at an Applebee's, you're just as important as a person as someone who's working at a in, in a higher position at Google or at Apple or anything like that. I think people are just as important. And I look at people as far as how they contribute to being a good person in this world, and that's how I evaluate who they are as a person. Again, I'm nobody, but that's just how I feel. But if you're busting out dishes at Applebee's and you're not making an effort to work in a position that, um, let's say, how how do I find the word to say this? That is considered a more valuable position, quote-unquote, in society in America if you're not trying to to make a, a way towards that, then you're going to get paid within the pay scale of what you're doing. You can't be like, I'm doing makeup today, then all of a sudden I should get paid as much as Kim Kardashian tomorrow. It don't work that way. And if it does, it really doesn't. It's a small percentage of people that that actually works for in that in that way. Excuse me. A lot of people just, I, I, I don't understand. And, and also what you learn is that what you have to understand is that when you jump from job to job, 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 and this is what this person was advocating on social media, that it's a good idea. It don't look good on a resume. No one's going to want to look at a resume with this person who has like 15 jobs in a matter of three years and be like, oh, they're going to be dedicated to this company. Because a lot of people are hiring people to be in a position. If it's not an internship, a lot of people are trying to hire somebody Maybe for the long haul. I'm not saying work there for five, 10 years or a decade. My rule is work somewhere for like three, maybe three and a half years. And then while you're in that last year or that last year and a half, start looking around and start developing skills that can move you up either in the company or where you're working at or try to move you up in another position somewhere else. And I think that people are so focused on how much they make all the time that they make these decisions and they end up in a job where they make more money, but they got a lot more stress that comes with it as well, because it's not what they expected. They see the dollar signs. They, oh, they're going to pay me how much I'm worth, but you're not prepared to take tackle on that position. So, so the thing is, a lot of people would be like, oh, OK, well, I work at this McDonald's. They're not paying me enough. I should be a supervisor. And then all of a sudden, they want to go somewhere, apply to be a supervisor at a McDonald's. It's like, you know what? I just need somebody to fill this position. You go there, find out, guess what? It's way more stress than you thought it was going to be. And you weren't prepared just because you worked the fries and you worked and you watched the supervisor at your job do his job. And just because to, in your mind, you're like, you know what? That's easy. It does not mean it's an easy job. For me, I don't, like like with some supervisors, for sure, they're lazy. They they, they don't do what they're supposed to do. And, and that's very, very, very obvious that, it's that that's the case. But I never look at the role as a, it being an easy role, ever. Because the thing you got to remember, too, even if you get that position where you're higher up, guess what? You get more responsibilities. And the mentality for a lot of people nowadays is I want more money, but I want less responsibility. I want more money. I want less work. I want more money, but I want less hardship. I want more money, but I don't want to work for that. I don't want to go through nothing for that. I want that money to sit right here in my lap for me not doing anything. And that's where people start to get this mentality like, okay, how much I'm worth, where I'm supposed to be. Let's just skip all that BS about me developing my character, developing my skill set, developing my leadership skills to becoming a supervisor. And just give me that position because I want the money that comes with it. But they don't they don't really think about the consequences that come with that if you're unprepared and you go in these positions it's going to look bad and guess what you can't even use that job as a reference anymore because you came in there you stunk it up and then they had to cut you off so now you're you're back you, you really can't say hey I was a I was a supervisor here and a lot of people take the whole mentality of like oh I was a victim they did this and this and this they wasn't right they knew I was do da 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 and guess what? Some companies are going to look at you and like this person might be difficult to work with and they may be combative unless they know the supervisor of the place that you worked at and know that they cause people problems. They're going to look at you like, OK, this sounds like a lot of BS. I don't know if I want to hire this person. But if by like the grace of God, you are the best candidate amongst the people they're interviewing, they may pick you up. But otherwise, if they have better selections then most cases, they're just going to leave you right where you're at. So for me, at the end of the day, people should believe in themselves. They should believe that they're how much they're worth. But you also have to be honest about what you're doing. I even put it on myself. How much I'm worth? How much I'm making right now at this job is nowhere near how much someone who's working in internet security for the the White House. They're they're making, making way more than I do, and they should. I mean, as you know, as important you know the importance of their job. The people that I have to do technology stuff for is nowhere near as important as the information that needs to be protected when it comes to the White House or anything that has to do with the government, right? And I understand that. For me, I feel like, you know, there's days where I'm like, you know, I put so much work into this position. I feel like I should get paid three times as much. But guess what? At the end of the day, that's not how much you agreed to when you signed up for the position. And if you want more, find out how to do it and work your way to that. And that's the thing I think right here, sometimes in America, we we get so used to complaining about stuff. We used to get so used to feeling like, oh, I deserve this. I deserve so it should be here. Just because you feel like you deserve it doesn't mean it's going to happen. I feel like I deserve a lot of things. But if I don't work for it and go get it, then it is what it is. I feel like I deserve this type of thing. But guess what? It doesn't always mean that you're going to get what you deserve. Right? It doesn't always mean that. That's not how life plays out. I believe, I, I believe in dreams. I believe in purpose. I believe in things happening. I believe in believing in things and saying things and work and, and, and bringing it into a reality. But number one thing, my number one thing that I believe in for one is work to reality, right? You have to gauge work in reality. You have to have that a lot of people don't want that they feel like and that's why like when, when like when i do my business and i'm working with people a lot of people think oh i'm going to blow up overnight and i will tell them like you know what i'm glad you're excited just stay this excited the entire time there are going to be some things that's going to happen that's going to discourage you but just stick to the task starting a business getting your stuff prepared being excited being happy thinking you're going to be a millionaire in the next year that's the easiest part of any of, of being a business owner. Or even if you want to work a job, there's nothing wrong with nine to five. You know, think about the checks you're going to get. Think about all like all that stuff is the easy part. But sticking to it is the part that people don't like to do nowadays. There's so many people who do not like to stick to anything. They cannot wait for a way out of anything. If there's even a little bit of resistance, a little bit of trouble, a little bit of, of, of pushback on anything they do, they can't wait to escape it. Instead of fighting but it also, the good thing about it is it, it it shows you how important whatever that goal is to you. If you feel like you're worth more, if I felt like, dude, if I felt like I was worth more and I was working somewhere and I feel like I should get more money, then I'd be like, okay, what do I have to do? What certifications do I need to get? What type of training do I need to do? Let me start paying for these classes. Let me start paying for these certifications. Let me start uh, going on... Um, these training courses online or take a college course or do whatever I do. If I can't afford it, guess what? I need to work a second job so I can afford these things. Otherwise, I'm still going to be in the same spot and this money is not going to be worth as much as it is next year because of inflation. How bad do you, do you want to just tell yourself you're worth something or do you really believe that you're worth something? Because if you do, if you believe you deserve it, believe that you should have it, you would do everything that you need to do to get there. But the problem is that people are scared to do what it needs, they need to do to get there. It sounds good in their head. It sounds great when they're inspired. It sounds great when they hear motivational videos. But when it comes time for that rubber to meet the road, when it's time to put them feet in that dirt and do what you have to do, regardless of how it looks, people don't want to do it. And that's another issue on top of that. And I'm not talking down on people because I was that person. I promise you I was. P- caring about what people think. How people look at you. I know somebody who has two bachelor's degrees. Couldn't go nowhere. And that Culver is ha- and, and at sweeping up the garbage right now. But guess what? You can't tell them anything. Because you know what? They're like, you know what? My degrees couldn't get me anywhere. I'm going to get in where I fin in. I need income. I need to pay bills. I'm going to need to do what I need to do to get back on my feet. And that is probably one of the most. Per- this is the person I respect the most in the world. To have that much humility. To not care how it looks. To wear that uniform at the age that they are. They are 30 plus years old. Sweeping at covers, a lot of people might look at them and like, oh, they probably didn't do nothing in their life in their life to end up here. But if they knew exactly what this person was doing behind the scenes, they wouldn't be saying what they're saying. But this person does not care what people on the outside is saying about them. They don't care. Because their eyes is on their prize, they know, like, hey, I know what's coming next. I know where this hard work is gonna take me. It don't matter what these people are saying, I'm gonna get what I need to get done. So if you can laugh at me right now, sweeping their brooms, but guess what? When I'm driving down, you know, down the street in a certain car, I want you to laugh at me then, too. When you see my name here, I want you to laugh at that, too. I want to make sure to get those laughing emojis ready so you can post that when you see me here and here and here. Like, this, and this person, honestly, is the person that inspires me the most, to be honest with you. It's not any of these YouTube people, although I love listening to Eric Thomas, Gary V, uh, Prince Donnell, all, all these other people. But this person I know personally, they inspire me the most. And they don't have much. They have a very basic car. It's kind of run down. But guess what? They don't have car payments. It gets them to point A to point B. They they started to learn um auto like learn how to fix cars and stuff on their own. So their car could, you know they could take care of it themselves. They don't have to take it to a shop. Like they're pretty much self sufficient. So for me, like I don't know i respect that person so much and i wish i could say their name and i wish i could post their story but you know what i'm gonna just let them do it on their own because they said they want to do it on their own accord when they make it they want to put a book out they want to do a youtube video and talk about it themselves so i'll you know let them do that but dude i'm so proud of this person and if they hear this podcast i hope they know that i'm proud of them and i tell them that in person but you know i can't say it too many times but anyways This podcast has been longer than it normally is supposed to be. So thank you guys so much for listening. I got food to eat. And I hope you guys are having a great day. Salute. Let me know what you guys think in the comments section. Peace.